and this is Indie Movie Cast, episode 30! The podcast for indie movie makers by indie movie makers. I'm Alex. I'm I'm Jay. I'm Dominic. I'm Becca. <laughs> Hi, <Plus>. Becca. <laughs> Hi. Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, friend. Hi, so, friend. So in this show, we're going to be talking about Date Doctor for the very last time. Oh, and... thank God. <laughs> yeah, no hey. more Date Doctor. It's out of our lives forever. We're going to talk. We're going to talk about people moving from Albuquerque to LA because it's kind Gross. of a strange phenomena. And it's we're... strange, but uh, it's it's trendy. Yes, and okay. we're going. And we're going to talk about um, Keanu Reeves and Shmollywood and Roger Rabbit and Borat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in Think How I Think, we are going to review the town. But um, we have a new voice here. This is Becca, the first time hosting our show, but a longtime friend. Hi, Listener, Becca. Yeah. Well, hello, longtime friends. <laughs> <laughs> Excited to be here. Yeah. So, so, Becca, you are an actress, right? Yes, I and am. And you're also an indie producer, and you star and produce Date Doctor, which is a show, which is the webisode series that we've talked about on the show lots of times um, with Hannah. Once or twice. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah's been a host a few times, and, she, and Chad's been on, and, and, and now Becca's Hannah here. has a potty mouth whenever she comes on. <laughs> she does. She always an has... absolute dirty, dirty potty mouth. She, she, so does Chad. Remember Chad? Yeah. Chad yeah. has a... We gotta get Chad on again too. Yeah. He was, yeah, but these potty mouthers. Potty mouths. Fucking potty mouths. Yeah, I would never fucking say anything that has the word fuck. Alright, alright, we get it. So, Becca, welcome to the show. Thanks, dude. Yeah, so, um, how, how have you been? How, how, how's acting? Oh, it's pretty stellar. Um... <laughs> stellar? So, um,. So, so, so Jay, Dom, and I are all part of Ultimatum Pictures, as, yes. as you all know. And, and Becca, you've been in one Ultimatum Picture movie so far. Yeah. One too many. Hey, hey. <laughs> so you can Mrs. in the movie Super Atomic Commies, the Ultimatum classic. That is correct. Yes. So yes. You, if you've seen that movie, she is the our, our, our twitchy Mrs. Snafu. The twitchy one who says one word. Run. <laughs> Run. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> Get you. real. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> but um, but you're also the star of Date Doctor, and Date Doctor is is the is the web series that all of us on Ultimatum have helped with, yes. and um and and you star as barbara the quirky neighbor <laughs> yeah how do we know she's quirky <laughs> well <laughs> i think it could be like the weird outfits and the bunny ears oh. or just that she doesn't have really any friends maybe so quirky <laughs> <laughs> that's our neighbor yeah. barbara that's what i specialize in so quirky. So so today actually that we record this on Tuesday, but today was the season finale of Date Doctor. The oh final my. episode was put online. Congratulations! Oh my God, thank you. I can't believe it. Did you cry? Did you did you cry when you um? I'm kind of a weenie baby, and when you were doing Dominic, did our last edit, and when he was doing it, I really did. I shed a tear. It's like, it's kind of joy. emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So Dominic, you were the editor yeah. of the last episode, and our own Brian did the music, and he did a yes. pretty amazing job as usual. Yeah, yeah he's incredible. Mm-hmm. 
I really loved uh, his scene in the bushes when we're waking up and it's like the dream sequence. It's so beautiful. Just very ethereal. Uh, the score, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's pretty awesome, yeah. It was a pretty good finale, uh, left left on sort of a cliffhanger, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. What, no. what do you think? What do you think? Do you think Barbara and Chad will ever get together? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's up to the audience. What if, what if Hannah writes it's up to the audience? a person in the first episode? <laughs> Look, if Chad was left walking in the distance in a cut to black, then you don't know. But since Barbara came out, picked up the flowers was wearing the bunny ears oh, that Chad no. mentioned earlier. You know they're going <laughs> to oh, get together. I, I could throw you know the pot against the fucking wall in the next scene. That's what you don't know. You have no <laughs> idea. Yeah, you don't know. It's in the a very, mystery. So in it's the very true. first scene of season two, you might just throw the pot into the wall, move away, and never Here's see Here's my Chad predicament. Again. Okay, everybody's going to be living off on their own because, and I just say this because you don't have that location anymore of their house. Oh, you're just no. in the you're just in the know, aren't you, Jay? No, that yeah, house you're, is gone. You're, you're this writing, is my theories. You're these writing theories. season two. <laughs> these huh? are my is theories. Is that what it is? You're wrong. Um, We're all going to go to college, these are my and it's going to be college years. <laughs> oh, that's um, it. Chad is going to be married, but not to Barbara. Okay. <laughs> Chad is, and he's going to change his name. He's going to keep Brummett, but he's going to add a maiden name in the, the middle somewhere. This sounds like the new season of Weeds. <laughs> <laughs> the college years. I, would have, yeah. I want a the Weeds college the college years, years please. Uh, so, so anyway, be- let's get back to Jake, Dr. Becca, you, you, you got through it. You made the whole season. It, it's, it's quite the triumph. There's 13 episodes, um, and, they're, and they're all movie quality awesome as far as I'm, I, I'm concerned, I think. Um, and I, it's it's quite a feat. How do you feel? I feel so proud of. I mean, I really just feel so proud of the project. And I think the biggest thing in working and doing independent film is being able to have the control to completely do a character of your, you know, start to finish. I mean, you don't get those opportunities as an actor, anyways, very often. So to have complete creative control is pretty pretty rad. Mm-hmm. And you're and you're an actor. You 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 get a lot of roles in movies. You get kind of the small Albuquerque roles, I'm as I like famous. to call them. Yeah, you're, you're pretty famous. What movies have you been in that, that people <laughs> may see? Well, as you stated earlier, Super Atomic Commies, uh-huh. my triumph. Um, um, sunshine Cleaning, right? <laughs> yeah, Sunshine Cleaning, Swing Vote. Um, I just I'm in Let Me In. That's coming out October first. So uh, Brothers. Um. Yeah, yeah. You you're in that movie that is a remake of the 1985 movie Fright Night. Yeah, Fright Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Fright Night. I, Oops, I forgot I can't, that one. I can't say anything about that movie because I signed a controversial uh, uh, controversial uh, contract. No, I I, I signed a <laughs> confidentiality a confidentiality agreement with that because I worked for them for a little while. But yeah, so that the 1985 remake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. I am in that remake with okay. Colin. Colin I Farrell and utter Tony Collette. Yeah. Night I, and fright. In the I, I, it's not a remake. It's a reboot. I am legally forbidden to say what that movie is that I've worked on and she's in. That's coming out in October of 2011, and it may be a remake to the 1985 movie Fright Night. Yeah, it and may it not may be. or may not be uh, in 3D. Also. Exactly. So you, so you so you so you've been in a lot of parts, and you're and you're pretty big here in 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 the boot in Albuquerque. In the boot. Yeah, but um, but you're abandoning us, right? 
Yeah. Oh, another one. I'm uh -oh. totally, I'm totally abandoning. I'm jumping ship. So it Why? seems like it seems like everybody involved with indie movies in Albuquerque gets a gets a hair up their ass and <laughs> and decides goes, that L.A. is the place for them <laughs> and goes west and then <laughs> and spends a year out there and then, then comes, it comes back. And then they come back. <laughs> well, that's actually my plan. Um, is it? I just have yeah, I have a, I have a twelve month plan and hopefully I'll be repacking and heading back this way in ten. Good. With, no successful, with no successful work under my belt and, no. and, and preferably yes and you would have killed your career here because you left right yeah <laughs> everyone will forget who i am and i'll come back and just have to live bedraggled on the streets so in They'll a year like, in a year you'll be on the girl? so you'll move back in a year and you'll be on the streets is what you're saying hopefully mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> if your plan okay. goes right that's where you're gonna be correct no, no, but seriously, you're you're a web series star. You're in all these movies. You're in the next. You're you're in Ultimatum Mick movies, which is a, a sought after thing here in it town. Is. It is. I'm yeah. asking for it for forever. So, so what, what are you what are you going for? What do you, what do you think you're gonna what What are you trying to accomplish in L.A.? Okay, so I guess from a perspective of an actor only, not like producing and writing, directing, all that sort of thing it's there's more availability for bigger roles out there i have access to bigger agencies and that sort of thing of course yeah more competition too um but i'm not even getting the auditions for the huge sizable roles um that i would be able to get possibly out there and i have a great base of friends and um great amazing casting directors who will call me in still here and I'll definitely come back for auditions and definitely come back for my friends that I love and hopefully to film another season of Date Doctor yeah, so, yeah. I think that's pretty I think that's pretty awesome that you, can, you can basically have your eggs in more than one basket you know thank you yeah I I think so I just want to give myself the best shot like you know in LA and here in New Mexico I love New Mexico I mean I born and well not born but raised Roswell for most of my life so it's not that I really want to leave here it's just that for now and for training big huge training like there's not a lot of acting training um in New Mexico so so the parts you're getting here like you said sunshine queen and stuff are pretty small parts they're like you play the nurse or something you know the one-liners right right kind of? yeah, yeah I mean that's even especially as a chick like the roles that I get to audition for I mean for every you know, three that a guy goes out for, I'll go out for one, or sometimes even less, you know? So it's even smaller. Yeah, so it seems like there's a lot of movies coming here, and there's casting here, and there's casting directors here, and a, and a, and a lot of actors, and a lot yeah. of good actors, and, and a lot of bad actors too, but, but it seems like, <laughs> but, it, but it seems like all these shows come here, cast the principal parts um, in L.A., totally. you know, and then, and then they just have the little parts left, and that's what all the Albuquerque actors seem to be getting, you know, right. and, and it's, it's, and it's not just you, it's Chad, and, you know, the other actors have been in our movies, and, and so you, and, and I've heard it from not just you, from a lot of actors, there's just no big roles, there's no way you're going to get a, a role as the daughter in Scoundrels. Not right. that you would, not that you would want that role in that horrible show. But. God, I wish. <laughs> hey, one, of, one of our good friends got a pretty decent role in that in that show. Yes. 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 
he did. Um, he was right. also in Date Doctor episode something or another. <laughs> El- yeah. Episode eleven, and he was yeah, Eric, the picnic man. Yeah, you're yeah. About uh, that was I think Alex's favorite episode, by the way. Yeah, <gasps> I know. So, and yeah, Al- Alex Knight is who you're talking about. Another actor in town who, who who may or may not be in a future Ultimatum picture as well. Well, I think things are looking that direction, maybe. But um, but yeah, he got a pretty big role in that, which is which is great. And but it, but that was kind of unusual, right? Totally. I mean, yeah, he he's he's a local guy, kind of our age, just a you know a, another actor. He's really good, and he has a good you know, and he got a pretty big role on Scoundrels. He played the if you have, if you watch that horrible show, he played the <laughs> cop. You know, he played he played a cop. You know, next to um, Tony Almeida from Twenty Four. You know, and yeah. I, Carlos, I, I should know these characters' names. I I worked on the show, so. But. <laughs> Way to go! You're like Carlos. Yeah. Character names from other shows. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. But anyway, so so that but that was kind of unusual, right? No one's re- no one really even scores those roles. Even even old yeah. actors, even veteran actors like Bill Sturkey, who's um who's in Heaven and The Proxy. He he's in a bunch of movies. It seems like he's in every movie that gets shot here, but he's always in these tiny roles. So so you're yeah. gonna try you're gonna try and make it big in L.A. You're yes. gonna you're gonna go audition for the next Spielberg movie. Yes, yeah. <laughs> go wash go wash his car and uh, hopefully get a big huge role. Like maybe yeah, that Fox that did. that'll that'll definitely happen. <laughs> That's my prediction. You're yeah. gonna bump into him. He's gonna be like, "You're in my you're you're in the next movie I'm making." He's gonna be like, yes, After you wash you. my car. <laughs> okay. Uh, as a stand-in. <laughs> yes. How sad. So. Jay and Dom, you both um, went to L.A. for a year and came back, right? Or Dominic, you were more than a year, two years or so. Um, two and a half, yeah. Yep. Um, what, what do you What do you say about moving to L.A.? Is this something just for actors, or is there any reason for people like us, like the indie movie makers, to go to L.A.? Is there anything that, um, any advantages there that we don't have here? Indie, indie movie makers, no way. Um, definitely actors, because I, I actually work with producers and directors, and it's very true. I mean, they basically draw a line. And yeah. New Mexico, they come here for one reason, because they can save money. And so they draw a line on a piece of paper and say, okay, all these roles are not that big, so these go to local people, and all these bigger roles, they go to L.A., because for some wow. reason, L.A. actors are better somehow. And so, um, for actors, are they better, I think... better, or is it are there the casting people over there have like a stronghold on no, the industry? No, I think it, it's the... It's a stigma. Everybody, everybody in L.A. That, that, as far as actors go, they have a bigger resume. You know, they've done a lot more of TV, usually. And mm-hmm. so they're just more... Producers feel like they have a bigger name, and they're more reliable. So... There's... There's kind of like three levels of acting, it seems like. It seems like there's the star, and that's just the star. You know, that's the mom in Scoundrels. Then there's the supporting cast, mm-hmm. which is the parts that we're talking about, basically, right? Right. Yeah. And then there, and then there's the small parts, which is the parts that are, are, right. that, that Becca gets a lot and stuff. Yeah. And the, you know, the in the mid-range parts can, I mean, they they're looking for the look and they're looking for actors, and and most directors are don't really care about a name because that's already been chosen for the bigger roles. Right. And so it there the door is open for you know someone to get discovered. And yeah. it doesn't happen really here. I mean, it's just yeah. it's it's cuz they don't even look is a problem. So yeah. they're just looking to save money and I was talking to another actor, uh, Aaron Shiver, 
who is him and Chad are probably the two busiest male actors in New Mexico. And I was talking with him and he was saying, cause he worked on Fright Night and he was actually saying that he felt like roles had sizably decreased in the last, you know, five years. Um, even his opportunities to audition for things. So he's actually out doing um, a play. He's understudying the glass menagerie um, in LA right now for a couple of months. And he lives in Taos. He has a, a daughter and a wife there. But it's just, he said, there's just, the auditions aren't here. Yeah, so. it's, it's really weird. I mean, there's auditions going on all the time. And, I mean, it's definitely bigger competition, but you're getting seen a lot more by, um, and one of the things that I, I'm sure Becca's doing is you get an agent out there. You yeah. still have people that know you here. And then you meet casting directors out there that know you and you start getting a friendship or a relationship with them. And then you know, then they're always thinking for you for certain roles. So you're just widening your field, basically. Yeah. Do you do you guys think it has something to do with the studios being in L.A.? Like, do you think the studio heads have a, a big say in casting and they like to be around or something like that? I, I don't mean, think so. It's changed a lot recently. I mean, it's everything's going through Skype as far as, like, auditions. And it's always been where people get filmed and then they send them to act directors across you know whatever state that they're in and i don't know i i don't think that it's just the comfortability of them being close to where the actors are at i think it's just well that. i say that because you know they um, i i work with directors in locations and, and and sometimes they go to la to do casting and then come back you know it's like if the production's here and the director is here you know why are they casting in LA? I don't understand. You know, for these parts that aren't for stars, you know, these parts for the right. for the second bill. I, it seems it seems like a waste of money. I don't. I I, I just well, kind of don't. I mean, it. and and what you don't realize is like when you watch these auditions, and you notice who gets cast all the time, like Chad and so forth. I mean, there is a small pool of actors here that they're pulling from, and like right. half of them are actually good. And those ones get roles all the time. And... Uh, I would even say less than that. Yeah, I mean, I mean you're, it's you're being, really... You're being generous, yeah. but the actors, just being fat, you know, like fact, don't have the training that someone out in L.A. or New York who they kind of see as a more serious actor because of just the training and the classes that are out there. And it's so weird because people, I mean, directors will look, um, they just look at the, the credits just like anything else, like any crew member and stuff people go automatically to IMDb and they look at the resume and they see the length of time they've been working and maybe shows that they've worked on that they know other people from that they can ask, well, this person good? Do they act good? You know? And so it's, it, again, it's about knowing people and getting more and more involved as much as you can and getting your name out there. And you just can't do it here. It's, it's weird. Yeah. Well, not, not yet at least. Not maybe yet. Soon. Right. Yeah. This is what I say about LA. I say for anybody who thinks they want to go out to L.A. to try to pursue, you know, make it big in Hollywood, to go ahead and do it and get it out of your system because otherwise it's just going to eat at way, way at you. So go out there. We'll see you back in a year, and then we can focus again and make movies. But just <laughs> go real. out there, you know, do your thing, do your best, you know, and, uh, you know, you might end up actually liking the town or, you know, really <laughs> loathing it but you know it's all what you make of it but i say go for it we'll see you in a year 
<laughs> I'm not saying that to be an asshole yes, either. You, yes, you are. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just because you lasted you? six months. You know. <laughs> well, well, you know, you you lasted a little longer than I did, but neither of us were making pictures. So. Well, you, maybe... Dominic, you actually started making movies here. You of never, course. ever yeah, once. And, and you and, were, and that's walked one onto of the a big set things out there. That, one of the big things about especially L.A. is it's... The, the whole vibe there in general and what you see in the movie Crash and whatever, um, it, it's very much like that. People live behind the car their car windows and behind their closed doors and meeting people is really frustrating because they're all involved in trying to make it big and it's, it's hard to get into the film groups here. Like in New Mexico, we've talked about it before. I mean, the indie community is growing so much and we you know, support each other, we show up to each other's events, and we help each other and scratch each other's backs, and there mm-hmm. it's very much, it's still the cliquish thing, and it's, you have to know people to get into even indie films, and it's impossible yeah. to film there, and it's expensive now, so there was no, there's no reason for somebody who's like an independent filmmaker that doesn't have money already to go to LA right. and try to film, there's just no, no way. No, no. Like, New Mexico is way more friendly. I mean, I'm just talking strictly as an actor. Exactly. But for, for, like, making films, absolutely, you should be in New Mexico. Like, people are open to the idea. Um, there's a generous and, like, an overall kind of, like, helpful, kind spirit to the industry here right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the right place to be if you're a filmmaker, for sure. I think yeah. you both have a point there. And I, and I, and I'm, I want to say what I think about L.A. because... Um, as as you know, I'm not a fan of LA. I call it Schmollywood, right? It's 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 a big cesspool of money getting money getting spent in terrible ways, and everything's way too expensive, <laughs> and it's a horrible place to make movies, as far as I'm concerned. But I think Becca, you're going to be back in a year, but I don't think it's going to be because of failure. I think you'll do fine in LA, but I think you'll be back in a year because you want to be back in Albuquerque. Because a year from now, Albuquerque, who knows what's going to be like in the indie scene? You know, uh, as far as I can see, the indie community is getting bigger and it's getting and it's getting better. I think that we've been driving each other. Our movies are getting better. They're getting more impressive. And and in a year, you you might want to be here just because you're getting so much work in leading roles. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So much work, even though they pay only. You know, a hundred dollars yeah. a week. Yeah, exactly. I don't care. I don't yep. care. I mean, as long as I was like working and making enough to subsist my little tiny hole at the Orpheum, you know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna live in Alex's cupboards. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty Alex, of cupboards. Uh, here, I I have a question, and and I brought this up to you, Alex, once, and we talked about it, and I think Dominic, but it's like, what does it take to like make it? It's like luck right possibly is it talent because we had a friend who talent um, is very a very small part of it well it's so weird because we have a friend are you talking about acting or or film well acting i'll I'll talk about acting right now since we're on that subject okay so we had a friend who worked um on a on a coen brother movie that just shot yep Mm -hmm. and she wasn't like in front of the camera she was an acting stand-in so when the camera was you know shooting shots over her shoulder that's when she would be there but she was actually performing with the actors even though you never see her on screen right and and from what she said and stuff like that one of you know one of the Coen brothers at the end of it was like you are amazing you uh we couldn't have done this without you 
Something like that. Something like that. You you're amazing. Something like that. Right. Now, if, if a, a Cohen brother, yeah, if a Cohen brother gives her a compliment like that, but she doesn't go on to do something in front of the screen, like be in the next Cohen brother movie because they were so impressed with what she did, you know, on the other side of the camera, then what Maybe. the hell does it take? What, I mean, yeah. if a Cohen brother is not going to put you in front of theirs, but they think you're awesome, what does it take? Well, 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 Jay. I think, um, I think in in this case, um, I I think if if the actor you're talking about um gets a audition in a Coen Brothers movie and they remember her, I think she has a good chance, you know. But it, it's all but but the Coen Brothers, I'm sure, are just interested in casting the best parts in their in the roles, you know. Right. You know. But but, but the Coen Brothers too, right? Are, mm-hmm. A lot of times, I hear this all the time. They have their favorites, and they have actors that they see and stuff, and they go, "Oh wow, that's such a talented person. I'm going to write a specific role for this person." Yeah. For them. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, and there are act, there's director, writer, directors, people like that who actually do that sort of thing. So if if I don't know, it's just it's just a weird thing to me. It's like, well, do you think the Coen Brothers were telling her she's a good actor or she's a good, she's a good stand? stand I don't know. <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah, exactly. But you know, I mean, she had to perform with the actors. She had to give a performance in one capacity or another and sure. make it believable. You know, she had to make her back believable <laughs> to the camera. So yeah. it's just. Uh, and she was it's, playing it's, a little girl, but well, I guess it's a well, bizarre thing. And one of my things is like, you know, is 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 the mentality like, oh, you are a phenomenal talent, um, but I can't make money with you. Is it that no, kind of mentality, no. or is it something different? I don't know. It's such I, a bizarre thing. Becca, you work with you work with main directors. They, yeah. they have you got have you got a compliment from a big director and and like that? Yeah, like, I went in for an audition with Jim Sheridan who did Brothers, and he walked up to me and shook my hand and said, you are an excellent actress. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that was just, and he's incredible, you know? I mean, Jim Sheridan was like, I think I think he's amazing. He did, like, um, Coming to America, or, yeah, Coming to America, I think was that great one about the Irish family. Yeah. Um, and I think, it's so many things, you know? But don't you like need, like, somebody art. like that to go, it's who you oh, know. you are great, I'm sorry I'm giving you such a, whatever role Small and then role. like him like doing the next movie go oh i know the perfect person it's this person that might happen i mean it could happen right it does it, happen it, op- but it opens just... up it certainly opens up the possibility i mean they obviously yeah. know her and i mean yeah well for instance and... carrie mulligan that's exactly what happened with her is she did you know now she's in the big in wall street which is incredible and she was in an education last year she blew up i met her on this set of brothers and we hung out for a couple of weeks she, I met her too. <laughs> yeah, she. Yeah, you did. We all hung out together. Well, she was. Um, in, what was she, she in that? She exactly. She got cut out of most of the movie. She was the young mother who Tobey Maguire murdered her husband. Okay, but the uh. thing, the thing of it is, she was on the set of Pride and Prejudice and played this teeny tiny role. If you look back, you won't even recognize her. She has brown hair, and you know she doesn't even look like herself now. Um, but she had like two lines in, in the movie. She was like one of the younger pesky sisters, uh, mm-hmm. Kira Knightley's little sister. Then her and Kira became best friends. Kira hooked her up with her agent. Her agent got her on for an audition with Jim Sheridan. It made her the money she needed to get out to LA. And then, you know, an education comes out a year later. So it's so much being talented is a small factor in it, but I feel like 95% is meeting, making connections and um, being in the right place at the right time. Well, I think luck has a major factor in it. You know, yeah, I, totally. I mean, Alex, you told me a J.K. Rowling quote once. What was right. it? 
well, yeah, well, J.K. J.K. Rowling has has a, has a pretty um good quote. It, it goes, it, it's something like she doesn't believe in fate. She believes in luck and hard work, and she believes that hard work leads to luck. Yeah, or they or one leads into the other. Yeah, exactly. Most actors, um, you know, who are famous, they 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 get a they get a niche like like something grabs them on in the media. You know, they get popular. And, and 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 I bet like ninety nine to one hundred percent of the time they're surprised by it, like it's out of nowhere, and suddenly they're everywhere. Like fame just 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 blows up for people. Yeah. You know, like look at like look at Zach Galifianakis. Three years ago you never heard of him. Now he's in every movie. I you thought you were gonna I mean? say Zach Morris. <laughs> <laughs> I was all um. Mark <laughs> what? Yeah. That so... ran through our mind after that one syllable of Zach. <laughs> yeah, so you know, so when when the when the remake of the 1985 movie Fright Night comes out, you know, and, and you have this one scene, you you play, a, I mean, you you play a character that just kind of has a comical uh, moment, right. you know, you yeah. know. But if that if that gets a big laugh in an audience, then that might get noticed, you know, type of thing, and then they'll be like, oh, we need the girl who played in the 1985 remake of you know, whatever, you know, yeah. and yeah, the, the 2010 remake of the 1985 movie Fright Night. You know, God. <laughs> yes. So, so you know, it's, it's a lot, but it's it, it, a lot of it is luck. And Jay, I think you're right. I think a lot of it is, you know, being there. You know, I think if you yeah. go to LA, you're around. You're in a bunch of movies. You get roles like you do here. You get, you're going to get noticed one day, or maybe you won't, and you'll come back. But you know, it's okay too. <laughs> you know, you can be in yeah. the Either movies. way, I I <laughs> just feel like main purpose, main goal is training to be the absolute best I can be. I would go out there if only for the training, you know? So, um, well, and as JK Rowling says, work hard at it, you know, yeah. Tr- uh, you know, go out there and work. Don't have to go out there and sulk and be like, I'm not, this isn't working out, you know, Aww, or, you know, that's or, or, to do. Well, you know, and, and I think that's something that people do in LA. They go out there and they get their job in a restaurant because they need to make ends meet and they're totally miserable and they come back, you know, and it's, they don't even try really, but you know, it, it, things come from hard work, you know, yep. you know, it, 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 ultimatum, each one of these movies is hard work and, and they don't get us anything a lot of times, <laughs> you know, but, um, but Fame, there you infamy. go. Yep. <laughs> but uh, speaking of ultimatum, before we end this segment, I want to do a real quick ultimatum update. Um, we um, the, like in the last show we talked about the Albuquerque Film Festival and Lea Americana was featured in that, and we actually won an award. <laughs> Yay! And it wasn't and it wasn't just best music this time. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Um, Lea Americana won. Um, it, it won the best short film made in New Mexico in the Albuquerque Film Festival. That's amazing. Yeah. That's so that awesome. was that was. That was very. That was a, that was a huge honor. Unfortunately, none of us were at the awards ceremony. When it was I know. I was all. We didn't even know we were. Prize. We didn't even know we were gonna be. I mean, we didn't even know we were part of like getting a yeah, prize. We, we just yeah, we didn't know we were eligible. Well, yeah, I, so we well, just, like, I'm, yeah, I'm shocked down. that there was a festival uh, award show. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was. Yeah, they put they gave awards. Yeah, most festivals do. Yeah, and um, so that was that's awesome. So you know, that's a, that's that Lair Marcano ended kind of on a high note. I feel like you know, it had an up and down journey, and this 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 award was is is a great honor. It's something that I can put on the website. That's a notch, you know. See, and I never thought it had an up and down thing. I think we got such a big reaction from everybody. Like, I I don't care about awards. I care about what people think about the movie we make and, and everybody had compliments like 
nonstop, and we play, and it got played at that film festival like five times, and we never even entered mm-hmm. it in there. And, and I think we just got so much exposure from that one, you know, short that we did that it it's it's just it's so great. I mean, we... I think yeah. it's your best film. It's your best film yet. It's my. F- oh well, thank you, Becca. Um, oh, thanks. Well, and, and we'll, we'll see what, what's on the next for us because we have officially signed up for the National Film Challenge. Um, that is the sister competition to the 48-hour film project. In the National Film Challenge, you have um, sort of 48 hours. You more have like 72 hours to make your movie. They give you the topic on Friday night over email and um, or over a code that you put into their website. And you get your genre, your um, character, and all that. And you make your movie, and you have to mail it to them by Monday evening. And so it has to be postmarked by a certain by that date, basically. So you have more. So there's a little more time. In the, in this is what we made Super Atomic Commies for. It's what we made the movie Heaven for. You know, um, other Ultimatum classics. <laughs> <laughs> so and maybe so, we'll be going to Miami, but probably not. Yep. So the the Miami film. Filmapalooza is in the Miami International Film Festival again, as it was when we were. And Joey's directing this. Yeah, and and Joey and Joey will be directing this next Ultimatum movie. And Becca, you um, just a little bit of pre news. Uh, we have cast you in it. <gasps> yes. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're so lucky. What a Congratulations. I was acting. I was acting, okay? I'm acting. Well, that was pretty good, because I thought you didn't know up until right the second. Oh, my God. No, I was so... Are you kidding? Joey called me, and I started squealing like a little pig on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. So we, we like to line up our actors early. So, so yeah, you're going to be acting with us. You have no idea what role you'll play until until the script is done. Oh, my God. Can it just be all about Mrs. Snafu? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> the Snafu spinoff movie. Yes. But um, if, 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 you, if you folks at home want to register for the National Film Challenge, um, early bird registration's over, but um, you can register up until October 21st. And so it costs $135. Um, you register your team and you're in. And then on October 22nd, the next day, um, you get your topic and you have to turn in your movie by that Monday. And so please um, join us in this competition. We would love to compete against you and, um, you know, and let us know if <laughs> you are. And destroy you. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, God. And this is something we've, um, they, they announce a top 15 every year. And the last two years we've made the top 15. That's very nerve wracking. Yep, and then it's then it goes to votes, and then we obsess about it until we yeah. lose, and then oh, we obsess the entire time. <laughs> yes. The good thing about the forty-eight hours is it's all pretty quick, you know. Yeah, you, you make your movie, you see your movie that week, and then you figure out pretty much within a week who's you know the bomb. Yeah, and yeah, within the month you know who wins, and then it's yeah. over. Yeah, no, this lasts forever. National yeah. film challenge, yeah, it just goes on and on and on. And no, you national get an film. Email, you get an email every blue moon saying. Uh, so we just gave the movies to the judges <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to uh, watch. So stay no. tuned. It's like another six months later. It seems like yeah, it no, just feels like this. It is a long time. You make the movie in October. You they don't tell you in. anything till like early January. The winner is announced in January. Yes, you or find out the finals. You find out the finals like at the end of November. It goes to voting for about a month. 
and then you find out the winners in January. And yeah, it's long and nerve wracking, and we yeah. do it every and year. And you just sit there looking at comments. Did, did we get new comments? No. Can you refresh it? New comments? No. How many comments do we have now? Oh, we're still at four. Damn, it's been three weeks. I don't, I don't know if everyone else is as neurotic as Ultimatum, but yeah, <laughs> that's how we do it. Uh, meanwhile, everybody else has like 97 comments. <laughs> yeah, the other movies. All right, guys. Let's move on to our next segment. It's um, Schmollywood. We'll see you all there. Okay, it's time for Schmollywood. This is the section of the show where we talk about what's going on in Hollywood. <laughs> Sorry, I was enjoying Dominic's phone. Uh, whatever that was. Every, my, every my, little, my little trumpet. Yes, what was that? Every podcast, he's a jackass. I thought you were a seagull. <laughs> All right, <laughs> a seagull. <laughs> I scuttle. What? A scuttle. Yeah, from I, the I little get mermaid. scuttle, but I was a snarflax. <laughs> a snarflat. Snarflat. <laughs> the dingle hopper. Apparently, there's nothing going on. In <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see what's going on in Shmollywood. It looks like Keanu Reeves yes. is still trying to make Bill and Ted Three. Thank God. Yeah, that'd be cool. We need this. Yep. You know, so, you know, so he, so this is his quote. This is Keanu Reeves. He goes, he goes, he goes, whoa, (laughs) I know Kung Fu. (laughs) To me, I'd love to play the role. I'd love to work with Alex and Chris and Ed again, and we'll see what they do. (laughs) <laughs> the Matrix act- Wild Stallions. <laughs> the Matrix actor added that the film would have to stand up on its own because he's now meeting people who've shown the film to their kids. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Station. Station. So, so here's, so here's what I think about Bill and Ted Three. I don't know about you guys, but but Keanu Reeves could pull it off. He actually looks exactly the same. Yeah, and he's gonna be fifty. No, uh, he's, <laughs> he's gonna be he's fifty. Older, he's not gonna he is Alex. Read further down in the story. He is going. To I be bet 50. you. I bet you. Bill looks more the same than Keanu does. <laughs> I don't think so. He look. He'll like have a mushroom cloud for a hairdo. I don't trust that man. No, he'll be fifty and tr- he'll be fifty in four years. Is what it says. And that's in the, pretty in the tr- close to fifty. Yeah, it's pretty damn close. I don't he's, think he's gonna change too much. Well, but Alex Winter, the guy who plays um Ted, does not look good. Bill. Not, or Bill. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, he does not look as good as Keanu Reeves does. I don't know if you've seen photos of him. But, I think I think Keanu just wants to make this movie so Bill can get a paycheck because probably poor Bill <laughs> is living what? is living in his cupboard like I'm gonna be when I return. <laughs> you know the best part Bill had was in the Lost Boys where he got stabbed. Was, was oh my like, god! And he was. Vampire. I just watched that last night. He was amazing. Like, God damn, why would you do that to Bill? Yeah. And Bill had like he had like a Kentucky waterfall poking out of his little fro on top. <laughs> to be honest with you, back in the day I was a Bill fan, right? Bill and Ted. I was like, who's this Ted guy? He's not even that cool. Now Bill's the man. <laughs> an actor's going anywhere. It's Bill, but then all of a sudden it's like 
Keanu's in my speed. I'm like, where's Bill? I remember when I found out that Keanu Reeves was the same guy as Ted, and I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> like that's, that's Keanu Reeves and Bill and Ted? Because, but anyway, so Bill and Ted, we've all grown up with it, sort of. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a classic, sort of. I mean, they're funny Bones. movies, you know, but... um. And I think it kind of be funny to see Bill and Ted as older dudes, maybe. Yeah. You know, but just talking proper. Ew. Like talk proper English. Well, and it would have hilarious. And it would have to be about them, like, um, giving the, you know, their music and world. Peace and they were just and... record producers. That's all they're doing. You don't think? You don't think Wild Stallions really made? But the... they're married to the princesses. <laughs> the, the princesses <laughs> from the first movie or the second movie? Both, they're both. <laughs> Are they, uh, oh, but which actresses? Yeah. Which actresses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I was Napoleon, where would I be? Water park. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know if I'm quoting right, but these are just so, memories. Something like that, yeah. yeah. The, the, Napoleon Bonaparte loves the water park, right? But. Oh, yeah. And this was the time when, like, kids were introduced to George Carlin. You think, oh, he's a fun, hip guy. And then, like, you realize that he's actually a filthy mouth. Uh, George Carlin is a genius, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, I, dude, the guy on Bill and Ted is swearing up a storm right now in front of me. He's like yelling at me. Yeah, so it's HBO special. So there will, there will be no Rufus in um, Bill and Ted Three. Oh, seriously? Uh... Why? Well, because he's dead. <laughs> Who, Bill or no? Keanu's alive. Rufus. Rufus. <laughs> Rufus. George Carlin. Rufus. George Carlin. Is dead. Then forget it. Forget the whole sequel. Then they'll get Lewis Black. All right, forget it. Whatever. We'll see if they make this. Keanu wants to. Let's <laughs> whatever. I guess. I guess Constantine Two's not going to be made. Bummer. Bummer. Um, no man. Johnny Demonic. Yeah. No. I guess I have to do Bill and Ted Three. Bummer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. Um, it looks like they're making another Godzilla. Uh, so good. God. So this is a reboot. It's a reboot, not the other reboot. The '90s reboot. You remember the '98 reboot? Yeah. Oh. Dude, totally, dude. Roland Emmerich. Oh, yeah. Delvin. They were the bomb, dude. Independence Day, 96, yeah. Yeah, so em- Emmerich and the, of Independence Day fame made that um 98 Godzilla movie with um Matthew Broderick as a, as a Greek archaeologist who uncovers some kind of whatever. It doesn't matter because it was a bad movie. And the voice talent of The Simpsons. Oh, wow. Yeah, Hank Azaria. And some stupid blonde. <laughs> There you go. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Those are fond memories. <laughs> some stupid blonde. Oh, but the professional was in it straight up. All right. Yeah. So, anyways, so so they're making a new one. This is this is a, they want they want to they want to revamp Godzilla. I think they they made this one in the in '98. It kind of made Godzilla look like a T Rex. Nobody liked it. They had raptors in it. It was stupid. All right. <laughs> raptors. <Yeah. laughs> They did. Godzilla had a bunch, laid a bunch of eggs, and they eggs, had raptors. Yeah, there were yeah, baby turned, Godzillas turned, that acted exactly like velociraptors. Yeah, it turned into it turned into it turned into Jurassic Park. Oh, they co- know your movie history, Becker Packer. And coincidentally, that just same kidding, year, just kidding, just that same year, the second Jurassic Park came out, and that was just like a Godzilla movie because what? The yeah, so that was a little Fail. strange. Wow. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway, the new Godzilla. So they they want to. So here's some facts. They want to make it into. They want it to come out in 2012, but it's not set in stone. Okay. All right. Want it in 3D, straight up. All right. So they 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 want to do this in IMAX 3D, of course. All right. God. Yeah. So sick of that 3D shit. All right. Whatever. Who? Whoa, whatever. So coming. that's a that that's 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 obvious at this point. Um, yeah. But they they want they want Godzilla to um, be an, an homage to the old Godzilla. 
they want to, they want to do a complete reboot but play homage to the original Godzilla, not make the same decisions as Sony did for the ninety eight film. They want it to be kind of like Batman Begins. Oh, what a shock! <laughs> so, so I guess it's going to be a dark, gritty Godzilla movie that looks like the old Godzilla, not the new Godzilla, because that old Godzilla design is perfect. Or but something. revamped. Yeah. Anyway, but looking more like the monster from Cloverfield. All right, this part this part gets me a little excited. They go, I can safely say that there will be other monster or monsters that Godzilla we... will fight. Oh not God, are we talking Mothra. Are we talking Mothra? I don't know. <laughs> I, I would hope so. <laughs> but <laughs> not having another monster was another drawback in the Sony film. Yeah, that was the problem. Well, yeah. And then, and then, and then this they said this. This will be a live action film with a CGI Godzilla. So there won't be any man in suit. No man in suit. Oh. oh. Never mind then. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck that. You guys are out. You're out with the CGI Godzilla that looks yeah. like a, that's an homage. To the, it's still an homage to the original. Who right? cares? Who cares? We already saw one remake. I well, want to see another. But but this this one passes Just my test. Just watch it. No. But, but I have a ten I have a ten year rule, uh, Becca. I say you can't reboot something until ten years. You know, Spider Man's rebooting. I don't like that. You know. Oh yeah. But but, but this this goes past the ten year rule. So I say I'm okay with it. I say no okay. With your 10-year ten, ten rule, rule Alex, mean? does it have to be after the first movie or the last one? Yeah, because the last after one was 98. Last yeah, one. so 10 years later it would be 2008. So it's, that's a 10 year, this is over 10 years. Man. In 2012, it would so be even let's, longer. Let's, oh, with the Are we talking the first movie <laughs> that you can long. revamp after 10 years or after the third movie? The third movie. Ah. Yeah, 10 years, 10 years after that, you know? At least. And then you could try to do it again, but you'll... I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Well, like, yeah, Batman was kind of 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, almost 10 years. Close. Yeah. Do you guys it, remember it, it the Batman like... with Mr. Freeze with Arnold? Wasn't that one terrible? No. That was your favorite Batman. <laughs> it was not. Mr. Freeze. Shut up. Yes, it was. Mr. Freeze. You were all into Uma Thurman back then. I remember. Of course. Ivy. Of course we remember that horrible movie. <laughs> Oh, good. Just checking. Thank you. Chill shit. All right. Let's let's move on. Okay. Speaking of reboots and sequels and whatever, Roger Rabbit 2. Yes. Okay. So they've been talking about Roger Rabbit 2 since 1988. This is big news. Yeah. Roger. Well, I mean, it's not big news. They've been talking. They're supposed to. I've been hearing about Roger Rabbit 2 since I was eight years old. Literally. I've been waiting for it. And now I don't want it anymore. But. um, Why? Because it growed up. So something about Roger Rabbit 2, there was a screen test that was that came out. Oh, uh, did you see this? That, that 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 they did in 1998. So this was 10 years after Roger Rabbit 1. Okay. But in, ni- in 98, they did the screen test of Roger Rabbit 2 as a CGI character. You know? Yeah. That got that got kind of leaked out, and it, and it kind of made an uproar because nobody wants that. You know, everyone wants Roger Rabbit to look like the first movie, right? Right. Well, CGI. The fans. Oh, shut up, Becca. And so, <laughs> and so, and so Zemeckis, and so Zemeckis went to Comic Con um, in two thousand nine. I guess this isn't recent news. What's going on here? Well, anyway, <laughs> this is an article from ninety eight. <laughs> anyway, I, it was. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, I guess I guess in Comic Con, um, Zemeckis. <laughs> 
I thought it was this year's Comic Con. Well, I'm reading the article right now. It says 2009. Oh, I don't know. God. Well, anyways, Mecca says that some Comic Con in the past two years, and he and and he went on to dodge the question, saying that he can neither confirm or deny the rumor that Roger Rabbit was going to 3D animation. All uh, not th- I'm not talking about 3D movies. This is 3D animation like Pixar, you know, and so. And so he he left out, and so then I guess he got booed, you know, and so Zemeckis was forced to say this. I will tell you this, if this ever does happen, the 2D characters from the original movie will remain 2D. They will not be dimensionalized. Not to say that there won't be 3D in the movie. There you go. So, so who's going to be dimensionalized then? Well, the, the humans? They'll probably design the characters in a computer, animate them in a two-dimensional fashion but not actually do it hand drawn. Or they might do your idea, Jay. Didn't you always That's say That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I actually always... was thinking that. What's I your... actually was thinking that. Okay, what's your idea for Roger Rabbit 2? Well, my idea was always, hey, wouldn't it be cool to have like a movie that's like Roger Rabbit but like you have these two-dimensional cartoon characters that are all out of work now because three-dimensional characters are kind of taking over and oh. taking all the work. Yeah. And then the the two dimensional characters kind of go to the humans. Are like, you know what? You're gonna lose your jobs too, because you know 3D characters are probably gonna take your jobs in the future. So then the humans and the 2D characters combine forces to uh, battle the 3D characters. So the computer animation characters. And uh, I just put it out there to the podcast world. So if anybody writes a script, send it to me. So, so Jay, in your version of Robert, Roger Rabbit 2, I ask you this. I wasn't really necessarily Roger Rabbit, but I thought, you know, that could fit into a Roger Rabbit world. Right? All right, so if it is Roger Rabbit, um, and in Roger Rabbit you get um, you kill tunes by getting dip on them, you know? Green goo or, dip. Yeah, dipping them in bag. dip. Is that how you kill 3D characters? Or do you no, just I go think to you way. just grab the hard drive it... and you dump it in the river. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just like fry <laughs> you it. You grab the hard drive somewhere. and you nuke it in the microwave. And then they disappear or they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So that's how you yeah. kill that's how you kill a 3D tune. So yeah, they're a little bit different. I... Okay. Control alt delete. Control alt delete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> uh, so so yeah so Robert Driver 2 still may be coming who knows who cares they're going to ruin it if they do it anyway as far as you know they don't really make it sequels 20 years later you're very optimistic my sir I am not and last but not least it seems that Sh- Sasha Baron Cohen of Borat and Bruno fame has, gonna like this. has been yes. has been cast as Freddie Mercury in an upcoming Queen biopic. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You don't think that's a good idea? It's a terrible idea. Why? You don't think you don't think he's a good actor? Well, no, he's a good actor. I guess I, he just really grosses me out. I just picture his wink, his weenie winking at me whenever I think of him. Yeah, so so you think he's kind of gross, but I, I think he's actually kind of a brilliant actor. I think Sasha oh, Baron yeah. Cohen is. No, he's a great character actor. He really is. He'll probably do an amazing job. To be honest, and, and, oh, I think he is. I think he sells a character more than most actors, and yeah. I and I think he can stay in character better than anyone I've ever seen. Yeah, for sure. No, I think he'll oh. do a great job, and he looks, actually, I'm looking at this picture, and it's really creepy, but he looks just like him. But And he looks like him, but how's his singing voice? How, 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 how can Sasha Baron Cohen pull off Freddie Mercury? 
Dude, uh, here's the brilliant no thing: is they already have Freddie Mercury's um, voice on tape, like on CDs and stuff. So they what? Don't need to do that. But they don't do that though. In these biopics, like um, Walk the Line and stuff, it's always the actors singing, right? And Selena. And Selena and all those movies. <laughs> they, they never, they never get the and, and Ray and Ray and Ray and Ray. Yeah, it's always the actor. They never get the original recordings and playing. So is he getting vocal coaching? I mean, do we know anything about this? I don't know, but um, I know I could pull it off. I could sing Queen like nobody's business. Okay, but... yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Hear it. <clears throat> no, don't do it here. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you clearing his voice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized that there's earphones on me, and I would probably go deaf. <laughs> if you're lucky. Uh, I'm just a little silhouette of a man. <laughs> that sounded nothing. nothing like him. Can you do the phone talk? <laughs> I sounded no. like a haunted house. <laughs> oh, we are the champions, my friends. Oh, we do. <laughs> anyway. This movie's gonna be about AIDS anyway. It's not gonna be about Queen. So. Safe. <laughs> Hopefully. So, Dominic, you you, Dominic, are you excited for this Queen movie? Uh, I don't care. I don't really like Sasha. I don't like Sasha <laughs> Baron am. Cohen. I don't care. Dominic doesn't like two things. He doesn't like Sasha Baron Cohen, and he doesn't like Queen. I like Sasha Baron Cohen. I like Queen, and I'm excited for this movie. I hope he wins an Oscar for it. Yay! Oscars and he's. They always win Oscars for biopics when it seems like it'd be easy to impersonate somebody. When it no or hard, you know what I mean? I think no, it's the hardest. Totally. Is it? Yes, totally the hardest. It's easy for people on Saturday Night Live. Well, they're they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they're actors at their finest. That's why. Yorma. <laughs> Yorma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anyone else have anything to say about Queen the movie? Think how I think. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> See you there. It's time for Think How I, I think. think. Think! Yay! Uh, how Becca thinks? How Becca yeah. thinks. Yes, um, this week, we are reviewing The Town. Gross. Uh, this, this is the new movie directed by Ben Affleck, Jeez. starring Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. It's... It's about the bank robber with the heart of gold, and, <laughs> and I want to see what you guys think. Um, initial thoughts. Becca, real quickly, what did you think about this movie? I really liked the movie, but I loved Ben Affleck's performance. I wow. thought he, he was wonderful. You gave him a love. Yeah, I that's an love. Oscar performance I right liked there, right? The movie. Yeah, I feel like he actually could be nominated for awards for that. Wow, that's pretty good. Um... Jay, initial thoughts. Mm, B minus. B minus. Wow. It wasn't the worst thing I've seen, but I woke up this morning, and I didn't think at once about that movie today. It was pretty forgettable. <laughs> right. Um, Dominic, what about you? Initial thoughts. Uh, it was all right. I probably will never see it again. But you know, whatever. I was. It was entertaining enough. Yeah, it was just okay. Mm-hmm. It was, it was good. Okay. It was it was um above average mediocrity. Wow, oh, I kind of liked I kind of liked it. I thought I I was kind of impressed, honestly. 
I thought that the movie had um, good action. I thought it had. I thought it was interesting enough to keep me al- along for the two an hour, two hours some plus running time. Yeah, it was long. I thought I was actually pretty impressed with Ben Affleck's acting and directing. I th- I thought that it, uh, the movie actually flowed pretty well. Both were good, but he set up his camera shots exactly the same in every scene. Yeah, it wasn't anything creative. Yeah, but it was good. It was like a Ron Howard movie. Well, and I felt like it really was. Well, it fit well with the characters and like the lives that they were. It was a character here. movie. Yeah. And it, it had a definite tone. It, yeah. it, it, it was good. And, and Ben Affleck directed a movie last year, um, or the year before, Gone Baby Gone. Amazing. And, it is. I didn't see it. It's no, I really, I really like Gone Baby Gone more than I liked this one. Really? Yeah. The storyline, I feel like in Gone Baby Gone, always kept you guessing. Was the difference for me? Yeah. This one well, kind of like. Eh. Well, what, 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 what's wrong with the story here, you guys? What, 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 what didn't you like, Dominic? Exactly. I don't know. I, it's not that it was bad or anything like that. I think I'm just tired of like the Boston mobster dudes and their dilemma with living in the projects and growing around people that they don't want to be around anymore and, and trying to get out. You know, it's, it's another, it's another, it's another departed. departed, basically. Yeah. It's like, and I don't think people adding, grow up. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I don't know if it's it's just me, if, if like having a Boston accent is just trying that was to fun though. cool. That was like fun, the talk. Boston accent. No, but I mean, why, what, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like, I was they're talking not trying to be the cool, that's how they talk. They're trying to be accurate, right? <laughs> yeah. I was talking with a Boston accent. Yeah, I know, I know. It, it's it's fine, it's just like, I don't know. I know they sound ridiculous, but that's how they really talk. It is pretty ridiculous. What were you saying, Jay? You, you do a Boston accent? No, last night I was just talking straight up with a Boston accent all, all night long. Do it like, now. It's, but it You're sounded like, like he was very slow instead. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> do it Dominic, now, let's get into the yeah, car. Go, Ew. <laughs> it does it's pitch perfect, isn't it? No. Man, I'm hungry. I can sure go for a burger. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Dom, let's go rob a bank. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Oh my God, that's fairly pop. All right, Jay. What, what, what else? What else about the movie? I, I thought. I mean, what, what, what do you? What do you? Okay, here, like? time out. Look, I like Jay, the action you sequences. Like Oliver Twist. The action yeah, sequences I, I were Oliver dope, Twist. and I couldn't see. I couldn't wait to see what costumes they were gonna wear next. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun part. Um, I was a little. I was a little stuff. distracted toward the end when you dropped your water bottle. <laughs> and sneeze. All right, all right. Shut up. It's just, but I, I dropped no. the water bottle and I sneezed. Okay. <laughs> In the theater, big deal. It made a lot of noise. Look, but a very quiet look, part. It was, it was, it was good acting. The acting was all pretty solid, right? Except, I hate to say it, um, Mad Men guy. He wasn't a great actor, but he's not. Oh, the, the FBI cop. guy. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, he's John not him. You know, John the Man Hamm in Black was good. A good actor. You know, but, I, okay, I don't say John here. Mad Men fans will get mad at me, but you know, I watch the show still, and he's not a good actor. He's okay, but he's, he's not okay. a great actor. I he's don't not think. Good. He wasn't thought, as good as everybody else. I thought the acting all around was pretty good. I thought. Yeah. I mean, and the movie kept my attention. I thought that the movie was kind of structured a little weird. I mean, and that's just because of the trailer. Um, when you watch the trailer, it kind of seems like it's about a girl who gets who gets um held hostage, right. and then she meets this guy, and then she eventually finds out he was the one who held her hostage, type of thing, you know. And it's kind of from her perspective. The trailer is, you know, but the movie was more about the bank robbers and their brothers, you know, their kind of brothers and the cops looking for them. And and it was a kind of generic in the way that it's just another cops and robbers movie. 
you know, that's that's where I kind of thought it was a little bit like I was I'm kind of sick of, you know, looking at the FBI, tracing the suspects and all that stuff. It's all done a million times, which is true. But, you know, at the same time, like you said, Jay, the the the, the bank robberies were awesome. They yeah, were they were they were a lot of fun. Yeah. I thought they were. I thought they were a lot of fun. They were shot practically. They were shot on location. They were they were they were exciting. Big yeah. guns, cool costumes, you know. And and you didn't know who was going to end up alive. They were these guys were. Um, I I don't know how realistic it was. I mean, I, the 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 other issue I have is Ben Affleck's character. I thought he he acted pretty well, but I don't really get him. I don't. He was kind of like Ocean's Eleven, like he was always one step ahead of the cops type of thing. For, you know, like he was like a genius type of thing. Yeah, and just he was to totally model his boy Matt Damon as a Jason Bourne or something. Yeah, Jason Bourne or something. Like he like, but only for some things and some things he's like really stupid at. He's yeah. just like, oh, you know. And and then and then and also he's like way too wholesome. It's like you grew up in the same neighborhood as your psychotic brother says. You know, you 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 grew up here. You know the rules. Why are you so honest? Why are you why are you like this bank robber that, you know, that is so like he's such a good guy, you know? Why don't you have this dark side that she still is in love with but doesn't know why type of thing? You well, know what I mean? I feel like they were trying really hard or he was trying really hard as um an actor to make the character likable to us. And I, I don't I feel like it'd be really hard. I mean, does I get what you're saying? Like, doesn't really make sense actually logically when you think about it. But I don't know that I would have liked him if he would have been like the other dude, like his best friend who was nutso. In it. Well, I don't well, I don't mean crazy, but I mean at least a little, at least not so nice. You know, yeah. it seems like yes. it seems like he has all the best intentions when he goes into these banks with a machine yeah. gun and robs. You know what I mean? And 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 that and that I didn't really understand we're what, going in there it, with AKs. do not shoot anybody i think there's <laughs> exactly i think there's something redeeming in bank robbers anyway like i think everybody kind of wishes they were a bank robber you yeah know? I do. like like there's that money there if you could just take it you would like everybody kind of admires them in a kind of a sick way you know and i think he had that going for him even if he wasn't you know he didn't have to be a jerk or anything just be like not so i've never murdered anyone I Pure. just do the, you know, I'm from this neighborhood, but I am totally honest. And I have a, you know, it's like from the nine years his brother was in jail, he was just living an honest life working at that rock quarry. Or, or, <laughs> I mean, if, I mean, he just, I mean, is that what he is? He's just like easily influenced by the Hurt Locker guy? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So those questions were raised for me. What do you guys think? You know who did a good job? I was very, I was thoroughly impressed. I've never really seen her perform because I don't watch the TV show, but I've seen her. Blake Lively. What? I don't know. Yeah. Gossip Girl Girl. Yeah. That's Blake Lively. I didn't yeah, recognize she it. She was as the her. bomb in that. Unreal. Oh, she played, um, the uh, coked uh, out girl, man. Crystal, right? Wasn't that her character's name? The, anyways, right. the, like, the, the drug girl, the druggie. Yeah. Yeah. She played Brittany Murphy. The crack, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the cracked up really, like mother. the cracked up people for me are just. Oh, yeah, she was great. Get teary eyed, and you have makeup all over your face, so you can't really see anything, and you're considered a good actor. I don't no, know. I don't know. no, she, she was good. She was good. Right now, she wasn't just teary eyed. She was also on Poppers, dude. Man. Yorma knows all... her. He wrote skits for her on SNL, <laughs> man. I, I no. just, you know, I don't know. this I just girl. Don't think she's. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, she did a good performance, but I just don't. I, I mean, playing that kind of character seems like it would be easy. 
easier to play. What do you think, Becca? You're an actress. Um, I... But with an I accent, too? I, Becca could I, do that accent. Could you do a Boston accent? <laughs> no, I don't want to sound like Oliver Twist. <laughs> um, That's hard, And I, and I do, I do I, like I that. Wait, no, let, let her no, answer. I, do, you think, I, do you think that would be a hard role? I feel like that actually would be a really hard role to play. Oh, and I only say this. Um, I don't know how she is in real life or how her real personality is, but not only are you kind of playing yourself under this inebriated state, like, right? Like, you're kind of, like, moving a little slower because you're on, or a little faster in her case, because you're, like, on coke and pills and popping or whatever, and then you have to incorporate all your emotions as well. I feel like it'd be a difficult role to play, um, and I feel like she did it really well because at times you really hated her, and you're like, what a heartless bitch, you know? And then other times, I mean, your heart was really broken for her. And that could just be because she's, like, a tragic character. I mean, she's, like, a, we all feel, feel sorry for fucked up people. So. Consensus, yeah. Dominic is wrong. <laughs> oh. I think she I think she did a good job, too. I, think uh, I, thought, she, I, I didn't say she didn't. I just said that. You said it was an easy role easier, to play. Easier role to play, I would think. Yeah, well, maybe you should try acting. And then, and then say. Maybe. Maybe. But I'm not going to, so there you go. <laughs> so there you go. Um, a little bit off subject. Have anyone noticed how ugly IMDb is now? In the I hate it. Website? I don't know what to do on there. I try to look up somebody and it's all this crap. I'm like, so where weird. is just like the listings? I'm looking it's for. all the statistics, right? Like right in your face. I, mean, I looked up myself and I hated it. Ugh, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I hate my IMDb. IMDb I used to, page. Yeah. Anyway, well, back to the movie. Now, IMDb um, is disgusting. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Giggle. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, I, I I I would recommend this movie. I don't know if I recommend seeing it in the theater for ten bucks, but I think it's definitely worth seeing. Yeah, in the Buck uh, Theater. And in the Buck Theater, yeah, or on Netflix or whatever. You know, it's yeah. good. It's 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 a decent or movie. Ben Affleck has a baby gone. Well, I, I guess I I definitely want to see that now because I Ben Affleck impressed me. I was expecting a lot worse with this movie, honestly. Yeah. I kept thinking that that house that they broke into, remember, like, his new girlfriend, she can't walk through the projects anymore because she was getting harassed, and then they go kick that one dude's ass, right? Yeah. In the ghetto. That kind of I kept nowhere. thinking, like, okay, this guy's going to come back and kind of mess him up somewhere, you know, during their big See, bank that's robbery. What I that mean. never happened. This- this movie, I think, was should have been structured in her perspective. I think this should have been about the girl. And I think, you know, and the brother, when when he met him in the restaurant and stuff, and he was like, oh, we should rub her out, I thought he was going to end up trying to kill her, yeah. you know, and it was going to be this whole thing between, you know, it was Ben Affleck was going to have to murder him to save her type of thing. I mean, maybe I'm just, maybe that's just all predictable in my head that way. But I thought this movie... And then, like what you said about about the people that beat her up and stuff, it, it seemed like this movie was asking to be in her perspective, but wasn't Ben Affleck's instead. And Ben Affleck's character, I didn't get. And I didn't get the end either. You know, it's like it seems like he gave all her money to her at the end, but then he's in some nice house. Like, what is he doing over there in Florida? He, he was roughing job? it. He grew a beard, and he was definitely roughing it. He had beachfront property roughing it. <laughs> I know. He was. He, he, he looked like a fifty-year-old, you know, like yuppie. What? <laughs> Oh, I forgot <laughs> on, 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 that, on that final shot. So I don't understand what that was. What that was. He gave him because it's like if you gave her all your money, then why are you? Did he give her everything? Show. I thought he only gave her some of it. 
Well, he wrote her a letter. He's like, you, you would use this money better than me, so I'm not going to give my, you know, I don't know. It seemed like he gave her all of it or something. And then, yeah, he's just, like, living the life in Miami. Now, here's what I want to know. How could Miami? she take that like, money? How could she take that next to a river? He seemed like he was in a swamp in, a, in Louisiana. Yeah, like a swamp. Like, he was in, like, this shack by the river. I don't know. Well, if, well, he's, we'll in the, well, if he's in the river, he's still in a river in Florida because he gave her an orange. He's in Florida, right? Yeah, but wasn't it, like, she... some kind of, like, orange slice Florida or something like that? How is she supposed to take the, the stolen money and do good with it? Because she has to, because they were talking in there, and this is breaking bad stuff, that you got to launder it to make it clean money. And so why would she even she want it? Money? Why, why does he even think she needs it? Because she has a job. She's a self-sufficient woman. You know, it's not like she but was needing the money. No, it was for the skating ring. It wasn't for her. Oh, it was for the skating <laughs> That's ring. That's why it was oh, so nice yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah, but still, I don't get why he would live in. He was living on some riverfront property. Because he had to Florida. get off. He had to hightail it out of there. Otherwise, the heat would be on him. Well, I know, but but. <laughs> and you know what? He, I don't know. He was the only. But that's one what I, mean. I don't get. This character. I don't. I don't get. I don't get this character. I don't get if he's good or bad. I don't know what he's doing in Florida. Is he still robbing banks, or <laughs> is, he, is he over there? Did he well, find a nice rock quarry to work in? You know great? So, sometimes, so sometimes they talk so Bostony that you really couldn't understand like a word they were saying. It was like yeah. a different language. It's like it what are subtitles. these characters talking about, and why has this scene gone on for ten minutes? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the town the town's pretty good. I think I uh, I think the general consensus is that that it's a kind of worse scene. Is that right, guys? I gave it a B yes. minus. That's good. B minus. Dominic kind of likes it on DVD. Becca loves it. Uh, I love no, I love Ben Affleck, but I liked it. You love Ben Affleck. Gone, baby gone. <laughs> I loved him. That's my suggestion. Yeah, I suggest Gone Baby Gone. It gets an A plus 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 plus. Yeah, go see plus. Gone Baby Gone, and then if you like that kind of movie, go see. Kind of like after you've are. watched the other one and after you're tired and ate all your popcorn, you can fall asleep midway through. Yes. All right. All right. So that's the town. All right. So let's move on to the, the last part of Think How I Think. Um, and, and I'm going to do this a little bit differently. I'm not going to do this every I'm not going to do this anymore just this week. But um, but Think How I Think, um, it, it, the name Think How I Think came from a blog that I had, which was a movie review blog. And I am happy to say that I've relaunched the blog, and so the so the Think How I Think blog is back, and and it, it's it's really no it, it doesn't really have anything to do with the segment on the show other than I write reviews, and so it's gonna be, and so I kind of restructured it so I'm gonna keep the reviews kind of short, and I'm gonna re- review movies and um, albums because I'm also a music lover, even though I don't really know anything about music, but but you know I, I'm a lot. Yeah, so I would like to read you my short review of Machete. <sighs> when you say short, when you say short, is it like novel-ish or? It's like four paragraphs. I I I, I would imagine this will take me less than five minutes to read. What, let, how about three words? Uh, how up. about we all read a paragraph? No, I'm gonna read you my blog. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then, if you guys see Machete, you can comment and see what, say what you liked about it or didn't. But um, but Machete is the movie with Danny Trejo, the Robert Rodriguez one. You know, that's based on the trailer in the Grindhouse movies, right? Grindhouse. All right. So this is my review from the new Think How I Think blog at thinkhowIThink.com. Wait. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
I was writing it down. Sorry. All right, good. Okay. All right. Shut up, Dominic. Here we go. All right. So, Machete. Machete is a movie that is pretty much just a long trailer based on a fake trailer to a fake movie called Machete. Robert Rodriguez should have called the movie Machete the extended fake trailer because it's more of a long movie, long trailer than a movie. Yeah, you get it. Rob Rod got plenty of badass looking shots of Donnie Trejo looking cool and must have had tons of fun with his wet dream like all star cast. But there was no effort in making a decent story with any kind of clear message and the movie came off as pointless and pretty much boring. The movie needed like a poor Mexican family for Machete to save or something because there was no reason to care about anything. The anti-border message was confusing and weird. I don't get why cliche bad guy Steven Seagal is trying to help the racist bureaucrat Robert De Niro close the borders. Wasn't he saying that keeping them open helps, helps his drug trafficking? And then Machete, Machete wants to do the right thing because he's a cop, or he used to be, or something. So he gets his murderous brother Cheech to help him kill a bunch of other murderous Mexicans and some weird revenge thing for framing him in that ridiculous plan to shoot Robert De Niro in the leg. And so the message is open the border, right? Right? But the I cast is... Yeah, but, well, who cares, Dom? Well, I would even say that then. All right. Yes? <laughs> didn't you? No, I didn't. It was rhetorical. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> the cast is cool, I guess, but who cares? Jessica Alba sucks and so does Steven Seagal. There is some funny parts and some sweet gore and some naked low hands, but it probably would only be really fun to watch if you were a drunk teenager. If you watched the trailer, you pretty much saw the movie. The trailer trailer, not the short film that the fake trailer played in front of Planet Terror. And then I said Planet Terror sure is awesome, because I do like Planet Terror. So that's my, sh- that's my short review of Machete. Um, did you guys see it? Dominic, did you see it? No, I didn't. Okay, Jay, did you see Machete? I did, and it's not that bad. It's not? Uh-uh. You didn't What'd think you it was... Probably. You, you give that a... You, see, you think it's better you than The Town. You think it's better? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I if if I had to watch one movie versus the other again, it would probably be Machete. Well, I mean, it was fun, but do you see my point that, it, that it's just another bunch of fun shots that was like the trailer What's originally? wrong with fun shots, goddammit? Well, why make a movie at all? I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna make a trailer, why don't you just make another trailer? If that's all you want to do is get cool shots, I mean, why do you want to take? Why do you? Why didn't you want to actually make a character and make something good? There was a machete. character. He was Machete. <laughs> and Robert De Niro was good. And Frank yeah, was good. and Frank from Lost was good. Yeah, and Jessica Alba wasn't. She was. Um, she was the worst. Agreed. Thing thing. She was horrible. She was terrible, and I think she was wearing a wig the whole time. She was horrible. Becca, what do you think about Machete? Um, I you know it's funny. I didn't think about. I enjoyed all of the visual aspects of it. I thought it was really fun action sequences, and it was like a cheesy seventies like porn kind of glory. Which is what was supposed to be, yeah. Which was right? cool. Yes. Which was cool. Which was very cool. I liked all the blood in the comic book style gore. I actually really love that. Stylistically, um, it was good. Yes. Yes. Stylistically, great. I loved all the music and like the Latin feel. I agree with no storyline. I think Jessica Alba was terrible and looked like she was wearing a wig. And I and Steven Seagal with his spray painted hairdo was just ridiculous. Every time he came on, I laughed. That was yeah. the point of Steven Seagal being in that movie. You were supposed to lie. He was in that movie just for the purpose that, oh shit, this is Steven Seagal. What did I mean? That's Steven Seagal in this movie. 
this movie was kind of like a trailer. It was like, oh, this is like a, like a fake trailer. Like at the beginning of the movie, even showed the actors like in their little poses, you know, just like yeah. like at the beginning of a trailer, you know, and like like yeah. like they were just like, let's get let's get Steven Seagal in it. That'd be hilarious. And let's get St- let's. It'd be so funny if Lindsay Lohan was dressed as a nun and she had a gun because she's so naughty. That'd be so funny, you know. And it's like you know, it's like yeah, that stuff's cool, but you have to integrate that into a story, otherwise, I'm bored. Yeah, yeah, I, there was definitely no story. And Lindsay there was Lohan, a story. I think, had, Lindsay Lohan had her lips done, like, halfway through the shoot, because it, they were, like, big and gigantic in some of the scenes, and in the other scenes they were shriveled little prunes. I mean, the story, Jay, was basically that there's this major drug lord dude who is in control of the of this politician, is trying to get him elected, so he gets his goon who hires Machete, who is this random ex-federale illegal immigrants in America guy who we don't really find any anything about. And then at the end, Steven Seagal starts spouting out stuff like they used to work together or something, or they were enemies at some other mission. And and, and then, and then it, you know, they frame him in this thing, and then Machete's out for revenge, and nothing gets solved. Nothing gets resolved. I don't get this story. No, Machete was set up, okay, yeah. to uh, put pressure on the bureaucrats because they there was people saying no you know open borders free borders but when they found out that it was a mexican who was trying to assassinate a yeah. person he was uh, a bureaucrat and make... it was like oh let's put up and then everybody was like oh put up the wall put up the gate let's keep these mexicans out and then that would have drove in drug prices drug prices would have skyrocketed and made frank from lost and every and the bureaucrats uh who were in negotiation plus steven seagal ultra rich that was the point oh, oh that was the point i didn't oh, get it oh i didn't that get that either sounds like hmm. a cool movie no it didn't make any sense it did. and then, i got and it and then there's this huge cast of characters that you know that were just in it for to look cool i figured that they weren't in it for like cheech didn't do anything except he you know shot some people and then got shot I mean, there was no reason for him. It was like, it was definitely gimmicky. It's not something I'd want to see again, but it was entertaining, I thought. Well, yeah, it's like, it was designed as a gimmick. Yeah, totally. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, you know, and I and I, th- I don't think there's a point to that. I think you should, uh, I, I, you know, I think Machete already existed in the gimmicky world. I think this was going to be the, f- this is going to be, you know, this was supposed to be the movie about Machete. Like, we're supposed to know him now. And he's just the same guy as in that trailer to me, which is hollow. But he talked in the trailer too much. <laughs> yeah, and, and Johnny Trejo's cool and all, and he looks cool, and he's a badass, but he can't really carry a movie, man. He wasn't, you know. He I just don't want to look at him that long. And he couldn't really act his way out of a paper bag, sort of, you know. And no, he's Oscar worthy compared to like <laughs> Jessica. All right, Alba. Jay. All right, Jay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, actually, you're right. Compared to Jessica Alba, you're right, yeah. She's she was actually the worst thing in that movie. When is she, she is ever yeah, good, no though? Doubt. I don't know. Never, Dark Angel, ever. straight up? Absolutely. Yep, James Cameron discovered her. Thank God. Yep. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. And when I say God, I mean Cameron, of course. Um, Cameron so anyway, is God. So, so, so that's my blog. If you're interested in it, please check it. Um, it's at thinkhowithink.com. 
and I'll and I and I'll put regular movie reviews and album reviews up there. I won't read them on the show anymore. This is just a one-time thing to promote it. Um, but uh, please check that out. Um, but I guess that's our show, guys. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. All what do you right. think, Becca? Is your, how had your first podcast Yeah, go? Becca just it lost was... her podcast virginity. Oh, uh-huh, <sighs> yeah, finally. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. I just feel like... We'll never see her again. Human. <laughs> I just feel like transformed. Transcended. My wow. Okay. self. <laughs> Whatever, that's good. <laughs> no, no, it really was so much fun, actually. It was just like sitting around BSing. Don't together, condescend we us. Ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> so, Stop so, patronizing so, us. So please go check out Date Doctor, right? Please, yes, please. Yep, the whole season is up. You can watch it from beginning to end. This is the labor of love from us over here at Albuquerque, especially Becca. And, um, and I'm going to be starting work on MV Dub, yo. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So we're going to get a cut of MV Dub soon maybe. That would yeah, be yeah. great. Yep. And then and That's then exciting. and then later in October we will um, be in the National Film Challenge and we will have you guys follow along with us per usual. Yeah. As we go through those ups and downs, but um, for Joey's first attempt at directing an ultimate movie. And he's but, attempted um, at making a music video. Yeah, and what a catastrophe it. that was! Uh, the music video went fine, but I am I am anxious to see it. We all are. Yeah, how long does it take him to make a music video? I think he's having trouble compositing, but uh, oh, the compositing! I'm not. Oh, plus he but, was building a hackintosh for a couple weeks there. He got um, that thing running. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's really cool. So, <laughs> it's Good job, hilarious. Joey. Yep, not that he listens to the show. But anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that wraps up our show thanks very much for listening please visit IndieMovieCast.com we welcome comments, questions and suggestions so log in and contribute and remember we don't only talk the talk we make our own movies and to see the movies we made log on to UltimatumPictures.com and check those out and please like us on Facebook until next time I'm Alex I'm a I'm Becca. Becker Pecker. Pickles. 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 Pickle Pickles. Barbara. Rebarbara. You guys. Indie Movie Cast was put into the public domain in 2010 by Ultimate Pictures. So long. Good night. Later, alligators.